Hello, critics, non-critics, and friends. Welcome to the Film Optics Podcast, where we take a glance into blockbusters, indie films, and everything in between. I'm your host, Christian, and I'm joined by my good friend and my co-host, Devin. And today, we're here to give our thoughts and reflections on Miss Marvel. Episode 5, the penultimate episode, is here, which is titled Time and Again. And before we begin today's episode, you can listen to our podcast on podcast platforms around the internet. That includes Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and more. And if you are a new or seasoned listener to the show, we would love to hear from you guys. Follow us on on Instagram and follow us on Twitter at FilmOptics, that is optics with an X, or email us at FilmOptics at gmail.com for any movie-related questions. Devin... How's your week been, man? You've been playing anything new, watching? You've been watching Severance, haven't you? Yeah, I have the week off, so I've just been hanging out. I finished Severance last night, and it kind of blew my mind. I, I can't remember the last time a show just had that just had that feeling to it. It was crazy. The last couple yeah. episodes just blew me away. How many episodes is it? Nine episodes. Nine episodes. Mm. Oh, so you actually bought Apple TV Plus for this. Interesting. Oh, I've had it for a while. Just haven't oh. been using it much. You should watch Dickinson. You should. Oh, Cha Cha Real, Real Smooth is on there. Cha Cha Real Smooth. It's, yeah, I plan it's on good. watching that eventually. It's it, it's some good stuff, man. I mean, it's I mean, it's no coda, but no. <laughs> I still have to catch up on Ted Lasso. Oh, that's right. You do. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm excited for season three. I'm not sure when it's coming out, but hopefully sometime soon. Um, as of for me, I just finished uh, book one of Avatar The Last Airbender. I usually do a rewatch of that. So uh, I've been rewatching that. So that was fun. So just finished uh, that up. I'm going to probably I, I might have to get on this uh, on this severance game here. I'm not I'm not sure if it's uh, worth season two confirmed. There's there's some hype, but I feel like it's been it's being slept on right now. Yeah, that usually happens with a lot of shows nowadays, and it's the strangest thing ever. I mean, with Marvel content, you know, it, it, that's always going to be there. Disney is always going to make sure that you know that it's there. Uh, but when it comes to Apple TV Plus, I feel like they're they're doing all that they can. And I think what they're doing right now is, is the right thing. I mean, the marketing could be a little better, but I mean, for what, six bucks a month, $5 a month. It's really not bad. I mean, that that is the equivalent to my Apple, not my Apple, but my Spotify subscription every month. Thanks to those, uh, student discounts. (laughs) (laughs) Still, still learning. Yeah, yeah, still, just still running with it for sure. Um, yeah, definitely going to try to start Solar Opposite Season 3, which we're covering here on the show. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, that'll be something easy to breeze and blast through. Um, other than that, I haven't, I haven't been watching anything new. And I feel like Severance is something, you know, we've been on this big Stranger Things high, you know, volume one and volume two are now available for people to go listen to on the podcast. We had a great time with Mike for volume two and Leo joined us as well as Mike uh, for volume one. Uh, So, you know, we've been on, been on a bit of a Stranger Things high, but um, definitely, man, I kind of just want to rewatch it all over again, but I'm going to fight the urge at least for now until like Halloween you know, time. 
around there because I still have to watch Bly Manor. And that's another thing. I'm like, do I watch it now or do I watch it during Halloween? Because I don't know. But I think I'm going to start Severance um, after watching um, Solar Opposites. That might be the next big thing to uh, watch. Anybody who's had a nine to five office job, it was, it's just, it's just made for you. Like you will, you will understand. Is it like the office or is it like something a little different? I mean, if the office was a insane, creepy mystery drama, then sure. It's a good thing. I work from home then (laughs) at least for now. (laughs) Yeah. But at least we got out of the office. Like thanks to that's the one, one semi-positive thing that the pandemic gave us is work from home. Yeah. And then the, I mean, at least things aren't getting delayed as they are, but it's weird because prior it seemed that everything, you know, film, everything in Hollywood was getting delayed during obviously 2020, 2021, especially in 2020. Uh, We kind of saw a little bit in 2019, but now like a lot of video games are being delayed um, as we are seeing. Um, But you know what? It's kind of take your time with it because it just feels like a really weird generation uh, for video games, for sure. I can't really say that anyone needs a PlayStation 5 right now um, because, I mean, God of War Ragnarok got released. Uh, the, the release date came out. So was it November 9th of this year? Um, so I'm pretty interested with that. But we'll just have to wait and see when it comes to the rest of this stuff. Uh, people were kind of talking about it was going to get delayed. But, you know... Two different industries, you know what? But anyway, um, enough chitter-chatter about video games. Yeah, we, we don't want our runtime to go longer than the actual episode here. That is <laughs> that's a good point. So as uh, we stated before, we are going to be covering Miss Marvel Episode 5. Uh, that is titled Time and Again. So, Devin, are you ready just to dive in? Uh, t- take a blast from the past and dive into this uh, episode here. Let's get trippy. Yeah, let's get trippy. (laughs) All right, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back after this introduction to Miss Marvel Episode 5. Maybe they're right. I spend too much time in fantasy land. That is not you. It's not really the brown girls from Jersey City who saved the world. All right, and we are back with our Miss Marvel Episode 5 review. Again, that is titled Time and Again. So this episode is not going to be super long because this episode itself wasn't very long at all. It was around 40 minutes. So as always, for any new listeners here, if you are uh, new here, welcome. Uh, we usually get into our initial reactions first, then get into spoilers, uh, mention a few Easter eggs along the, along the way, if we've noticed any, and then we get into our final thoughts and then our ratings. That's usually how these review uh, episodes go. And yeah, so I'm going to kick it off to Devin here so we can give his initial reactions to Miss Marvel episode five. Yeah, this episode's kind of a mixed bag for me. It feels like kind of a step down from the high that we hit last week. Um, I think just the main issue is what we've already mentioned is the runtime for this one. It just feels really too short for, cause it just, I mean, I know they want you, they want to leave you le- uh, wanting more, but at the same time, this just felt like really rushed in a way. Cause it's, it's like 40 minutes, but then that doesn't even 
put into effect the the previously on and then the credits too. So it's probably more like 30 minutes at the end of the day. And that just doesn't feel up to par um, compared to the other penultimate episodes that we've been getting, which have been usually the strongest parts of the season for most of these MCU shows. So it just feels like it felt a bit rushed for the storytelling that we got. In the beginning, it's great. We get to see um, Aisha, the great-grandmother of Kamala Khan, and her love story. And we get some more answers about her. And then as we go on, we get that little love story in the beginning. And then we move forward with, with Kamala. And we get to see what happened with her and her grandma. And then we come back to present day. And then it just feels kind of rushed. It feels like they just kind of brush over some things and kind of push everything to the finale. So hopefully the finale delivers and we'll get everything we want and all the answers that we want. But uh, for a penultimate episode, it was kind of disappointing in a way. So I, I concur with you there. I mean, I still, I actually like teared up a bit during this episode, like the beginning of it. It was so good. Yeah. There, there was some great moments. And I've, you know, we see a lot of discourse on Twitter. That's, that's where we live, uh, for better, or for worse. <laughs> that is where we get most of our information from. Um, <laughs> but, um, I, I really, I enjoyed this episode. Um, I do agree that it feels, uh, very rushed because, like you said, we get everything with Aisha. I feel like everything with, um, Kamala's great grandmother, I feel like that could have just been an entire episode of itself. Um, and I feel like it keeps bringing us back to the sixth episode arc. And I, I feel like part of me wants to believe that, like, it's, I don't think that it's the fact that it is six episodes. It's the fact that, these shows are paced like movies. They're not paced like TV shows. It also just feels like such an arbitrary amount of episodes. Like, why does it have to be six for these series? It just doesn't really, it just feels like you're painting yourself into a corner. I know that they kind of have their formulas and, and they know what works, but I don't know. It just feels like you can mix it up if, if the story needs it. Right. And I was talking to Mike Thomas, uh, who joined us on our, um, Stranger Things volume one and volume two, uh, review. And he had said that it's, it's weird how Marvel does this because I actually didn't notice this before. So usually when it comes to outside of WandaVision, of course, um, so She Hawk is going to be what 12 episodes but it's going to be 30 minutes a piece. I feel like that's going to like, if, if they did that for any of these shows, I feel like that's fine. Yeah. They're, they're kind of sticking with that for like, there's more sitcom type shows. It's weird because it's all about the runtime. Like if you look at stranger things, season four, like if it's around 700 something minutes, I can't, I can't remember the exact amount, but if you split that up into like, okay, let's just say that every episode is around an hour, even though we know it's not the first seven are. So the entire runtime together would, would pretty much equate to, let's say like daredevil, like season, like one, two or three, which are around 13 episodes. I feel like the runtime is going to equate to there, but there's more quote unquote episodes in daredevil, but it's the same runtime. So it's weird how I I feel like the the episodes that are going to get this 12 episode run with these 30 minutes in between, you know, they're paced more like TV shows. 
it is it is a odd number to stick with. Like if they did eight, I feel you can you can tell a great story in eight episodes. We've seen it with multiple shows out there. His Dark Materials has been doing it. A lot of other HBO shows have been doing it as well. That's why I'm so excited. I'm so excited for Andor because they're really mixing it up with that series. It feels like because they're doing twelve episodes this first season. And they're like jumping head ahead a year every three episodes. It just feels really unique and different from what the formula has been for these series. So I like that they're going in that direction where they have a plan for for setting up their story in a way that it doesn't have to be a set number of episodes. They can kind of play around with it. Let's take a quick break. Did you know that you can change what you taste by what you hear? How can you use sound to make a deeper connection with your clients? Can we be healed with sound? Sound influences people in their buying decisions and their daily lives. In the podcast audio branding, I explore all of this, both with my own observations as a voice actor of over 15 years and by interviewing knowledgeable professionals in the field of advertising, marketing, music, and science. To have a listen for yourself, visit audiobrandingpodcast.com. Yeah, and even we look at like what if I think that was around like thirty, maybe forty minutes per episode, but we got more episodes for that. But that felt episodic because each episode felt different, but it was still somewhat alluding to a grander scheme or a, a grander plot. But for Miss Marvel episode five, I really did enjoy it though. I mean, the the ending did feel a bit like okay, so now we got to do this, this, and this. I mean, it's been great up until now. I'm not saying this is a bad episode at all. It just feels a little bit fragmented um but you know everything with uh, kamala's grand uh great grandmother aisha i really like how we got to see a little bit of you know the backstory there but i wish the entire episode even if it was just 40 minutes I, i'd rather have seen an entire flashback episode but then it's like we have one episode left I think I think part of it might just be that we're so spoiled. Like I mentioned, the penultimate episodes for these series have usually been the strongest ones, and we've just become accustomed to that. And this one might not end up being the strongest one, and just feels off. Yeah, and that and that's fine. I mean, there there's very seldom like I mean, even if you look at Avatar: The Last Airbender, I mean, like I love how every episode in that series there's always a setup and a payoff when you're first watching it. There may be a few episodes are like, Oh, you know, like it seems like they're kind of just traveling the world. That's the point because they're taking Aang to the North pole. But when you get to later episodes, it's like, Oh yeah. Like other characters start popping up in later episodes. Then they got thundering outside. Uh, other episodes, um, other characters start um, popping up later episodes that were introduced in earlier episodes, but it feels more episodic that way. So it's like, oh, you know, there is payoff here. Um, it, it's just that with with these shows, it doesn't really have that that feel to it. And obviously, it's so, something's missing. It, it is weird how they are just. These six episodes, I'm like, well, maybe I, I feel like that is a, I feel like it's a good number, but it's like, it doesn't, it just doesn't feel that way. It doesn't feel, it, it really just feels like these, these are movies. And, and that it, were, it's also, we're getting it back to back with Obi-Wan and this. It just feels like, I don't know, it just feels like the need to mix it up, especially with Obi-Wan because the first two episodes came out. So it felt really shortened after that. Yeah, it, it really did. Cause I mean, it's. 
when it comes to Obi-Wan, I just, I don't know. I can't say it's necessarily the sixth episode arc. I think it's the pacing more than anything. But, I mean, I digress, you know. It's very, um, it's, I mean, it's a great episode. And I feel like we should just get into the spoilers now because I'm, yeah. I'm going to be talking all over the place forever if I... <laughs> Uh, um, if you want to do the spoiler warning, but, uh, our theories were confirmed after last week. We got, we got some time travel. We did get some time travel. So ladies and gentlemen, that is your first spoiler warning for Miss Marvel episode five. Again, that is your second spoiler warning for Miss Marvel episode five. So if you haven't seen it, definitely turn back now, go watch it. It'll be over in a blink of an eye. So <laughs> It's very short, um, but it's so, like you said, they're talking, well, we confirmed, well, actually, it's more so you confirmed that it was time travel. Um, if anything, we actually find out that. I, I was actually thinking they would go in the direction of like, oh, it's just, it's kind of like just a vision or like kind of a, a memory implanted into her brain. But no, it seems like it was legitimately, she traveled to a different time and was the one that ended up saving her grandma. Which is just crazy to think about. Yeah, and and also for people who don't know about like the the whole partition thing. I mean, unfortunately, you're probably not going to learn a lot from that from like American history books. But um, I do like how they gave just a little bit of a history lesson this episode. Yeah, it's actually been one of the better things about this series is because I I really didn't know anything about it going into this because, like you mentioned, we don't really learn anything about it in American history lessons. So it's been really nice to see just how much of a, an event that was in history. Yeah, definitely. It, it really was a, um, it, it, I was actually surprised that they, uh, they went that route. Of course, you know, the intro is always amazing. Um, but yeah, the whole time travel when we finally, you know, we find Aisha and, you know, she meets this man and you know, they fall in love and yada, yada, yada. They have a kid, which is um, Kamala's um, grandmother. And I, I really like how they were just able to, I mean, establish some kind of trust between, you know, her great grandmother and then her great grandfather. And of course, the uh, the jinn come in. Yeah, we find out that Aisha is one of the jinn slash clandestines. And I, I mean, I, I really liked it. It's just, I don't know. I, I really liked the beginning of the episode. You know, we, we get a little bit more in depth, um, but it just, it all feels like it's been taken away when she, it's not the fact that she comes back to the future or to the present, excuse me. Um, but it's <laughs> Bruno making another. Bruno, yeah. Back <laughs> to the future. Yeah. I mean, we, we see, um, Comron's mother, um, sacrifice herself because after the whole flash, uh, flashback or time travel thing happens, um, you know, this portal gateway opens up and the Jen are like, oh, we can finally go home. And then um, it, it doesn't seem like they 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 didn't go home. <laughs> yeah, I, we, there's still a lot of questions about what what happened there, because she she mentions Cameron and then some kind of spirit um, um, like goes into Cameron's body. I'm not sure if that was her possessing him or if it was just kind of like. Uh, movement of powers, transfer of powers. I guess we'll have to find out next week, but it was definitely surprising to see the end where Kamran meets up with Bruno because that's the pairing I would have at least expected. Brian. 
<laughs> and it's funny how Kamran actually mentioned he's like, oh, he's like, I thought your name was Brian this entire time. I'm like, I guess you can get Brian and Bruno mixed up a little bit there, but I would have asked. Bruno is just so unique, and I feel like I, I would if somebody was named Bruno, I wouldn't forget. I it. wouldn't forget. Yeah, like if someone, someone Brian. I mean, all due respect to anyone out there named Brian, but it, it is a very basic name. But Bruno. Oh no no no! <laughs> See, I wonder if like if he's gonna like if Bruno's gonna be held hostage in some way. If it's if Kamran's being like possessed, might maybe it'll, he'll be used to to bait in Kamala. Maybe it, it does seem like he is like possessed. Not really, but, like, but- he has all the knowledge that Kamran had because he called him Brian. Yeah, and Kamran like I guess has the same powers that Kamala has now. I think it's, it's it might be different. It seems like it's a, it's definitely a different color. Um, mm. We don't really know exactly what the new power is, but it seems like it's something new for him. Yeah, it, it definitely does. And of course, um, Kamala's secret secret comes out with, and, um, and that's 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 <laughs> kind of been the one of the bigger issues with this series is the the Jin's powers. Um, new rock stars people have been talking about it, but it's just there's just nothing there. Like they kind of bring out these weapons out of their chest magically sometimes, <laughs> but that's really it. Like they have not really brought much to the table as far as having powers or being antagonists. No, they haven't. And I feel like it's also like the antagonists. It's, I mean, they're there. Um, it's just this episode when it comes to the antagonists outside of the like head gen, uh, Comrades, um, mother, the others just kind of feel like lackeys in a way. I mean, I couldn't tell you any of their names. I honestly couldn't tell you Kamran's mother's name. I just know what she looks like. Uh, yeah. cause she does have that menacing, like look and stare and like presence. She definitely looks like a bad guy. Yeah, she definitely does. And again, no Amir this episode. I wonder what's going on with him. Maybe he's still. Well, he was in that. at the end a little bit. They kind of had their goodbye and, and he hands her his, his red scarf. Not Kareem, Amir, her brother. Oh, Amir. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's, I don't know where he's at. He's just kind of, maybe he's on the honeymoon. Maybe. I don't know. Do you want, do you go on a honeymoon after your, your wedding's been crashed like that? <laughs> I feel like they got to de stress. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. But um, yeah, with um, Kareem, uh, the red dagger, he gives uh, Kamala hers, his scarf. So that's like another piece of, of the uh, outfit, I'm assuming we're we're gonna see it next episode. Yeah, she might make it into her, like her cape. Yeah, yeah, I think so. It's, it's. I don't know. I mean, I keep going back to this whole six episode thing, and I'm like, it's. I feel it just needs to be paced like a TV show. On Rotten Tomatoes, it says that this is a TV miniseries. It doesn't feel like a TV miniseries. I've enjoyed it so far. I've absolutely loved everything that we've, we've been getting, but it doesn't feel like a TV show. It it feels like a movie that... It, it feels kind of like like what Quibi was doing, where they would... Oh, record no, don't say that word. <laughs> they all, well, in a way, you know, they, they record the full thing, and then they would edit it into... <laughs> quick bites bite-sized chunks and that's what this feels like at least watching for the first time i do feel like when it comes to a lot of these marvel shows watching them or binging them is a better experience 
because of the way that they're paced like a movie. That's my only issue with it. I mean, I think this is a good episode, uh, especially for, you know, the, the origin of uh, Kamala's family. And I really like what they've done with the power set. I, I think it is a beautiful way to uh, integrate this into like her family lineage and like her culture. Um, you know, despite all the uh, naysayers out there saying that I, I, I don't think I would have enjoyed this as much if she had these big stretchy hands. I, it just doesn't, it just feels. Yeah. That's, that's the least of our worries. That would have looked so goofy. Yeah. It would have felt way too comical. And she still, she still does this, the large fist thing. It just looks cooler. Yeah. I mean, like she still has, you know, it's just, it, it looks better this way because if, you know, it's more of an energy source and I, I really like it. I mean, I think, I think Amon Valani, as I see, as I say, every episode, she has really just been killing it. And like, you can just tell how she, she, um, she just enjoys playing this character and everything that it, you know, comes with. She, she's fully embracing it. And I, I'm really like, if anything else, I'm liking the personal journey that uh, Kamala is going on. That is something that I'm just, I'm, I'm here for 100%. Yeah, and it's like, I feel like a lot of the people who have been giving these negative reviews just don't really have the patience for that because it, it is a coming of age story. And if you aren't capable of like enjoying a coming of age story or have the patience to to grow with the, with a character, a young character as she navigates her way through life. Like then it's, it's just not for you. Like at the end of the day, that's, that's one of the genres that, that you and I thoroughly enjoy is coming of age. And that's why this show has been successful for us, but for other people, they're expecting action. Every, a lot of action, every episode, that's just not when you're, what you're going to get when you're watching this type of series. No. And I, and I think the reason and I kind of just thought about this and cause some, someone on Twitter was like, Oh, like, look at all these mixed reviews of, uh, uh, phase, phase four, the Marvel cinematic universe. Of course they conveniently left out the TV shows. Cause those are part of phase four, but it only showed the movies and they're like, Oh my gosh, what happened? I'm like, well, I would say that, I mean, this is the most experimental phase that Marvel has done. And I, I like it. It just, it, it's not, it doesn't, feel like just the standard Marvel formula. You know, people say they want something different. I mean, obviously with that territory, it's going to be something you really, really love or something you just don't like. And that's fine. But even with that said, I feel like that's, I mean, that's going to happen in any way. I mean, even if they were to stick with the same formula they did for phase one through three, you're still going to have those movies and shows that you don't like. And then you're going to have the ones that you do like. So it, it's, it's a moot point, uh, it, at least, at least to me, but I, I feel like when it comes to phase four, I'm really liking what they're doing. Um, you know, like, I mean, I have my favorites. I have the ones that I don't care for, but like I said, that, that's going to happen anyway. Like even if they didn't, you know, try what they're, whatever they're trying now, like this, this is like the introduction phase for new heroes to kind of like step in and I mean, it's, it's a tall task. I mean, people say, oh, well, they've done this and that. And I, I would love to see people out there try to, you know, quote unquote, fix the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's just, I mean, it is what it is. I'm not saying you have to like everything that comes out, but even for like fourth uh, Thor 
four, like Thor love and thunder. People are using like these super like blurry and like um, blurry images. Like, Oh my God, this movie looks terrible. It's like, well, of course you chose like a super low, super low res version of like a still image. And like, Oh my God, this movie looks terrible. I'm like, you haven't even seen it. I've seen it. I think it looks fantastic. Definitely go see this on IMAX if you can, but yeah, rant over. It's, it's just kind of annoying. I mean, not trying to like be like a guardian of phase four because there's phase four movies I don't like, but it's, I just find it odd that people say that they want something different from Marvel and Marvel does that. And then they still like crap on it. And then they're like, Oh no, this is terrible. It's like, well, I, I, what else do you want, man? Like, <laughs> like it, it is what it is, but overall, let's get into our final thoughts and ratings here for Miss Marvel episode five. I'll pass over to Devin quickly so he can give his, and then I'll give mine and then we'll peace on out of here. I'll keep it brief. Just like they did. Uh, I'll give it, <laughs> I'll give it like a solid, like 70. Um, definitely probably, one of the weaker of the season just because of the length and it just leaves us wanting more, but not in the way that you would usually want. It just feels rushed towards the end. Yeah. For me, I probably would go with, with a 70 as well. Um, like I said before, it, it, it's, it feels, uh, feels fragmented, but I mean, I like what they were going with it. It's just, I feel like it could have been a little bit longer. Like, I mean, if you're going to give me six episodes, that's fine. But you need to justify the length of the TV show. Like you need to justify the number of episodes with the length of the show. I'm not saying that, you know, every single episode needs to be like an hour and a half, you know, like stranger things style. That's different because that is, that is a different universe and it's telling a singular story. It is, doesn't have to worry about setting up, you know, plot points and plot threads for the greater Marvel cinematic universe. Um, but overall, you know, I, I thought it was a good ride just towards the end. It, I was like, wait, like I was, I was so interested in what was going on in the past. I feel like if, if they just did like an hour, an hour episode per like per episode for each season, and that's not including like the end credits. I feel like they would be fine. Just, just give it a little bit more room to breathe and you should be good. You know, when it comes to TV shows, that is just something that happens when it comes to these uh, episodes where there's always going to be that wake link. So, uh, yeah, 70 from me, 70 from Devin. So that pretty much concludes our episode here of Miss Marvel um, episode five titled Time and Again. Um, we're, we were aiming for 30 minutes, but we went a little bit over. But if you like what you heard here on the show, Really quick, everyone, please subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast platform of choice and share an episode of our podcast with a friend, whether it be your mother, your brother, your lover, whoever it may be. Make sure to share an episode of the Film Optics podcast with a movie lover in need. And really quick, what's coming up next on our podcast? Of course, as I mentioned before, we just uh, closed out our Stranger Things 4 Volume 2 review that Michael Thomas joined us on um, as we tried to rescue Jayla from the upside down, which we did not do. Uh, we couldn't find her. 
unfortunately. <laughs> but definitely check out our Stranger Things 4 Volume 2 review, as well as our Volume 1 review, which uh, Mike and Leah Rydell from Geekly Goods uh, joined us there. Uh, we also have our Black Phone review that's out for everyone to listen to, and our Umbrella Academy Season 3 review that is spoiler-free out now. Definitely check that out. Go give that episode some love. Quickly becoming one of our uh, top... Uh, favorite episodes. Uh, last time I checked the stats, Devin. So I'm I'm very excited for that. I'm, I'm happy people are you know excited about this show. And coming up really quick, we have our Thor: Love and Thunder review, of course, that will be dropping on July 11th, and our Solar Opposites season three review. So definitely keep a lookout for that over on Twitter at Optics. That is Optics with an X. So with that said, we hope you have a great day. And we'll see you guys next time. And that's a wrap for today. Thank you all for listening. And if you enjoy the show, leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And follow us on Twitter and Instagram to stay in the know. That was Devin. My name is Christian. We'll see you guys in the next one.